the Fresno Focus Radio Hour. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lito Mine Media Production. That's right, this is the No Focus Radio Hour. We want to remind you to subscribe to the No Focus Radio Hour. We are available wherever podcasts are sold. And remember to subscribe and leave a review. It helps others discover our show. And while you're reviewing, keep in mind that five stars is the correct number of stars. If you enjoy our show, please share it with your friends. And if you hate it, well, share it with your enemies. Become a member of the No Focus Radio Club. You can find that at nofocusradio.com. You can also get exclusive content and merch. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at nofocusradio. You can find the rest of Light Mind Media's podcast and radio shows like we read at lightominemedia.com. Run it, run it, run it, run it, run it just as fast as I can. Ooh. Run it, run it, run it, run it, run it again so, as fast as I can. Thanks for tuning in to the musical episode. We'll be singing that song on loop for the next hour. It's going to be a blast. Hey, I think that you can get that online, can't you? Apple Music? <laughs> yes, uh, yep. Yeah. yeah, the No Focus Band. Yes. With uh, the doorman on lead vocals. Running as fast as we can to Fresno because <laughs> we love it so much. Oh, this is the No Focus Radio Hour. It is the only radio hour made for those who live in the Central Valley, for those who miss the Central Valley, and for those who have been drunk in the Central Valley. As always, we have our beautiful <laughs> cast of characters. We have with us Eric the Doorman. Hey, Fresno. I love your summer smuggy skies. You might know him at one point. He might have cleaned your office. Maybe. I don't know. Am I an office cleaner? Uh, you were at one point, right? The cleaner. The cleaner. cleaner. But yes. I, may have, I may have cleaned your office. I didn't do uh, plugged up toilets. I Only did. once. Yeah. Only once only, well, only once because yeah, yeah. I needed the work. <laughs> We also have with us a former Submariner. We have Marty Stupidasso. Yeah, since it's been so hot, I've been spending a lot of time in the pool because that's the place to go when it's hot. Hey, Heck yeah. Speaking of uh, plugged toilets, uh, Marty's got some uh, submarine toilet stories. So, you know. No, we've heard those. Yeah, yeah those, are those are pretty interesting. I'm glad I didn't have to clean those toilets. Yeah. We also have with us uh, the man. Who he might have sold you tires, or he might have seen him on the TV telling you about tires, Mister Don, the good guy Schlicks. Hey, Fresno. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I forget your name, so I have to talk slowly because I have to remember what I'm saying. I thought you were just ramping up there. I was very dramatic. Don yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm listening back, I'm like, man, I really got to remember their names. Um, uh, and then you have me, Mister. They call me Johnny Knobs. Johnny Knobs. <laughs> Johnny Knobs. Because I Duke. control the volume. Johnny the Duke Knobs. Um, Mister Max DeBoss. We have with us a very special guest. It's been a week, but he came back because he loves us mr austin waltz well hello there it took a lot of convincing i made the long drive back out yes you did appreciate thank that you, austin. Thank thank you. for you austin after the last show it was pretty hot out here and i, I stood up and you thought i was wearing uh, a speedo 
Um, how was that? Yeah, for it was you? getting hot. I thought you had taken your shorts off and you're down to your boxers somehow underneath that desk. It's pretty funny. It's pretty hot in here, so I've been just like uh, for you Stripping. listeners out there, just pulling my shorts up nice and tight up above my thighs. So I forgot that I had done that. So when I stood well, up, um, you know, they got a peek. It's kind of okay. like it's kind of like the newscast, right? When you see the newscasters, and they're always right. like, "What are they wearing underneath the yeah. desk?" And that's kind of the deal with uh, Max over yeah. here. <laughs> The uh, local sports guy, I don't know if he's still here, George Takeda. Takeda? Yeah, I think so. Takeda, Takeda. He would, uh, I used to work at Channel 47 as an intern, and he would always just wear shorts. He'd wear his suit jacket, and then you'd just be wearing shorts. Why not? Why not? Heck yeah, man. That's Um, awesome. But can I talk about shorts and the the shorts that are in style now for men? Yes. That are incredibly short. That looks like it's 1978 again. Oh, oh like Sean Connery shorts? I don't know what's going time. on with that. I don't want to see that much man leg. No, really? I, I refuse. Would you ever wear those shorts? If you, do you know what I'm talking about? They're back yes, in style. Yes, I do. I lived through those in the 70s, and I didn't even wear them back then in the 70s. Yeah. How short I are did, they? But I, I was young, you know, and I had the body for you it had in the no, 70s. Yeah. Now you had like, no idea what was going on. Like, how short are we talking? Oh, they're they're all the way up. Max, it's like John Stockton out there. It's like crazy. I just wear short shorts. <laughs> oh, these are for men. Are, are you looking at the? Are you looking at the pictures? I'm trying to. They're I can't like really short find shorts. anything. They're like, like the jogging shorts. Like of the GQ. 70s. I'll go to GQ and see. Uh, I've no. seen them everywhere around town. Guys, thick guys wearing them. Hairy legged guys wearing Ooh. them. Oh, I have hairy legs. I wouldn't mind wearing some short shorts. It's it's like not a, a werewolf look. escaped. You you got to be like Tom Selleck pulled it off. So like you have that oh, swag. Oh, yeah. shorts. Okay, like Tom swagger. Selleck. That's had a large swagger. mustache too. Yeah, so. you gotta yeah. have the mustache. If you have and the those Ferrari. shorts, you need to wear the mustache. You need to have the mustache with those shorts. Yeah. I like it. I think I'm gonna might might order some custom like no focus shorts. Uh, I think speedos awesome. would work for you, Max. Maybe. Oh, J Crew. Here we go to J. Just went to J okay. Crew to check Let's out their it. shorts. Let's see it on, on the monitor here. Yeah, Whoa, I've seen even shorter than that. That's the current style. Yep. That's pretty short. Whoa. Look those at are it. like boxers. Those are like that the shorts. Would be like, you would see testes dangling out of the bottom of those. <laughs> That's like an episode that. of Friends where that one guy was always hiking up his leg. Remember that? And everybody's like, whoa. Now, but I mean, in a hot, on a hot day, you know, might be nice. Yeah, I'm not going to have a little bit come out D- of that. Denim shorts, though, right? Short denim shorts. Yeah. There you go. You gotta I don't go mind with that. The, you got to go with the times, Don. You got to get with the times. It's the time of short. This short th- this pair of short shorts is called. Uh, ch- <laughs> they're called Chubbies. Um, what? Wow, those are short. Yeah, with a name like Chubbies, you got to be careful. <laughs> they have the elastic waistband. You don't want one of those, or you're wearing short shorts. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's not happening for me. Yeah. <laughs> So, Don, you wouldn't say that we're rapidly progressing then, right? No. If anything, Uh, we're regressing to worse days. Taking a giant step backward. Yeah. That makes sense. Are cargo shorts still in style? Uh, For me, for me, yes. Yes, Yes. I love cargo shorts. I like the pockets, but my wife tells me they're out of style. I don't care. Who cares? I don't know if cargo shorts are. Point to John Cena. That guy's never been in style, but everyone loves him. Yeah. (laughs) They, that you is. can't even see John Cena though, right? So how would you know if he's in style or not? Yeah, get it? Uh, you can't. You see don't him. know who John Cena is. <laughs> I don't know who he is. <laughs> he's a he's a wrestler. He's a man who wrestles in tank tops and cargo shorts. Wow. The WWF. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm more into the uh, best of the that, West the right now. That, uh, best of the West. Is that the one that apologized yeah. to China? <laughs> he apologized to China because he's Mandarin. a wussy. He's a big in Mandarin. Wussy. Yeah. Yeah. He had the audacity the to say that Taiwan is a nation. 
And China got upset about that. Who cares? And he had to apologize. Yeah. I'm yeah. American. I'm a big guy. And he's like, I'm sorry, China. I'm so I sorry, China, China for saying that Taiwan was its own free place and you did not control it. Um, well, that unreal. just goes to show what China controls as far as Hollywood, huh? Because he, he has a big movie coming out. That's uh, why he's well, they own Hollywood. That. They definitely own Hollywood. Yeah. Um, How'd they get from cargo shorts? <laughs> Their food's good. They I manufacture like all our cargo didn't Hacksaw, shorts. Didn't Hacksaw Jim Duggins wear cargo shorts? No. What did he wear? Hacksaw Jim Hacksaw Duggins. Hacksaw wore, like, pants. Like, those just stretchy wrestling pants. Oh, did he have regular pants. pants? He wore yoga pants. Okay. No, like the stretchy, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. wrestling Not, no. pants. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of that. Speaking of wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. speaking of wrestling, you so, guys. So, two weeks ago, we talked about a cool new thing that we saw coming back to Fresno called Best of the West Wrestling, right? Yeah. And we all said, oh, we're going to go. And then Marty, of and course. And I said, no, we're not going to go. We never do anything. He always says that. But you know what? We proved him wrong. And we all went. And but it was amazing. It was amazing. I, I proved him right. I didn't get to go. So, unfortunately. So, I will on the website. That's at that's a nofocusradio.com. I got a lot of photos from the event. Um, so I will be posting those. Whoa, wow, in focus, too. No, no, because it's a motion photo. <laughs> it's so blurry. It's like, a motion wow. photo. Because we, we went there. as a really a very small Check venue. Oh! Oh! Slam off the top row. Slam. Was that a suplex? What do they call to that? To be honest, I thought that was the worst match. Uh, that was the worst. The one with yeah. Sledge? Yeah. yeah. Not, that, to, yeah. not to disparage right. Sledge. I did like this guy, the guy that looked like Larry Bird. He was my favorite wrestler. Yeah, he so, was really okay, good. Okay, let's go back in time here really quick. Let's explain. So Best of the yes. West Wrestling, yes. if they are um, a professional wrestling uh, uh, organization, outfit, I guess, organization, organization yeah. here in Fresno, California. Are they based in Fresno? No. They're mm-hmm. everywhere. They go everywhere. Like right now, they're in Vegas. Okay, but they're, but I mean, they're the, what are they? Are some they of the wrestlers in? are in the Fresno area, like some okay. of them yeah. in Atwater. I think their company places. is based wow. in Fresno, though. Oh, that okay. is where they're okay. based out of. Yes. And I believe it's also a wrestling school, right? You can take yes. lessons from them and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's Larry Bird getting thrown into the corner. Yeah, his name was was it Jeremiah? Isn't that Jake the Snake? What he looks like it? Jake the Snake. I loved him because he came out. And he, he was a heel, and he was just like, yeah. So uh, everybody started shut up, started and... booing him. He came out and he walked out and he did like a sniff and he said, "Oh, it smells like crap in smells here. Smells like crap in here. What are you guys doing eating garbage?" And I was like, "This guy's amazing." <laughs> so some of the fun things about this wrestling one is it's really action packed. I mean, really, they do a yeah. good good job and they have all the drama that wrestling has with the different characters you mm-hmm. want to boo the bad guy and cheer on the hero who's the guy in the roman garb with the the head uh... he's like the executioner yeah, the executioner yeah. so one of my favorite bits about this though there's this... you have pictures of the first match because that was by far the most that was exciting. the best match there was a um, a really cool thing though that happens at these wrestling matches. Is that Guy Fieri with dark <laughs> yeah, hair? yeah. Looks like Guy Fieri That's right Marcus Erickson, I oh think. Oh my gosh. You're making up names. No, isn't that Mark Erickson? I don't remember. No. Anyways. Um, the destroyer. These guys were the best. Yeah. So one of the coolest things about this though, the, the crowd gets really riled up and they will start shout, shouting chants. Okay. And these chants, like in this in the first match. There was this whole story between them, and um, the one guy had trained the other gentleman, and so he wanted to have a handshake before the match, and he was like, no, you don't earn it, right? So throughout the match, people started shouting the most badass chant, which is this, shake his hand, (laughs) shake his hand. It was so funny. The cool thing about a smaller venue like this is you can hear them talk, and they talk to the crowd, and the crowd talks back. And, uh, you know, which doesn't happen in the WWE or anything like that. 
And it's really funny. They're actually all these guys are entertainers, and they're most yeah. of them are really funny. So they're witty. You know the things they say to the crowd and, and all this stuff. And oh, there, there he is. He's that shaking famous his hand handshake. Right yeah. yeah, showing it on that screen. And um, there was a uh, a little. The, my favorite part of the night. There was a little boy sitting over here right somewhere. Over here. I just saw him oh, yeah. for a flash. <laughs> right and, over here. Yeah, right oh, there. I see him on the video. And, yeah, on um, the screen. He had this really high pitched, I'm just gonna say it, really annoying high pitched voice. Oh, okay. Literally sounded like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, wow. I wanted to just. And yeah. during Dude, one terrible. of the matches, he kept yelling, Kick him in the face! Kick him in the face! Kick him in the face! Perfect. Kick him in the face! Doesn't it sound exactly yeah. like that? Yeah. Just over? Don? I see Don right there. What no. Is, what is that? We weren't in the chairs, we were in the bleachers. I have a picture of Don, though, here coming up. I saw he was getting a, and, some uh, waters for us. Anyways. So, so anyway, but kick anyway, him in the face. So kick him in the face. And um, everyone, everyone just started chanting, listen, listen to, to the, the kid. kid. No. Listen to the kid. Yeah. And I'm going to be happy because that was my chant. I was very excited about it. It was my start. Listen yeah. to the kid. And also, I like it when Don Schlitz goes, hey, let's just randomly start chanting Peppa Pig. Peppa, Peppa Pig. pig. <laughs> Did it work? It was great. No, no but. Uh, but this, these guys came out. It was warm in there, and uh, these guys came out. And they hey, there, like, there he is. Oh, you look satisfied. You look like you're getting ready to go in the ring yeah. right there, man. <laughs> but these guys gave 110%. They did not hold back at all. Yeah. And this was like WWF, WWE, whatever it is, quality wrestling. Like really? These guys did everything. Yeah. yeah. And it, unfortunately, you guys had to leave. Yeah. But after you guys left, like the um, Super Beast came out. This big, big guy with this mask on just tore this other guy up. It was fantastic. And then Funny Bone came out, and Funny Bone has this mask on, and he fought two guys, beat them, got the new belt, the whole bit. Oh, Funny really Bone. Neat. Who got the belt? I was going to say. Funny Bone. Funny Bone won, huh? Yeah. And it was neat because, okay, so um, the, ulti the Super Beast came out, wrestled, and then they were having a uh, two women wrestle. Mm. And then I noticed There's this person who's Stroll really big next to me. Oh, yeah. And uh, I look over, and it's Super Beast without his mask on, and he's filming his girlfriend because his girlfriend is wrestling next. Where's Super Beast in here? The picture. And of it him. was he's part of the Super Beast compound. He's yeah, like, he actually might not be because this uh, these are the guys here who are part of um, the best of the West like local crew, I believe. Okay. So okay. they bring in other. So there's a lot of traveling wrestlers. Right. And Super yeah. Beast yeah. is out of Las Vegas because he has a Super Beast training compound there. Oh, gotcha. But it was really neat because you get such an like after um, Funny Bone won, he came through, high fived everyone in the audience, just about, and walked out front and was talking with people as they were leaving. So, so you feel? I mean, you're like in the match almost. You're, just I mean, you about, just feel yeah. like you're completely yeah, involved in this thing. It's not like venue. WWE where you're sitting. You could be sitting, you know, in the cheap seats, way, way, way right. in the back. Oh right man, now. we get, missed that guy. You get such oh, an intimate, intimate oh, that guy looks um, scary. access yeah, he's to the, all the wrestlers. Man. And Super and Beast the was amazing. He's the nicest him? guy. He was sitting next to us, and this kid goes, the kid's mom goes, oh, yeah, you know, our kid, you know, he wants to get a picture with Super Beast. Like, oh, that's going to happen. Then Super Beast is sitting literally in front of him, and the kid reaches over and touches him. and goes, are you Super Beast? He goes, yeah, I am. Because he had his mask <laughs> off. And so he's filming his girlfriend. He goes, that's my girl right there. And so he's filming them, and then afterwards, you know, he gives everyone a high five, takes a picture with the kid and everything. Oh, wow. But it's just so small and intimate, you know, and it's just a fantastic How, how many people you think were there? How many uh, people? A couple hundred. Two hundred. Yeah, yeah. Really? Two hundred. Because it looks very small in the pictures. these it guys like... aren't making a mint right now, but it's just, you know, their potential. They could. 
Yeah. Uh, like, in, uh, they're coming again in August 14th. I'm going to go. I'm, oh, I'm okay. going to be there no this matter what. VIP seat, so I have I'll do it. Seat. Yeah, I'll do this, it. Because I want to go because I'm a big fan of this. This is I'll fantastic. Yeah, dude, it's a blast. It Stu and I brought our, our boys, yeah. and they sat there wide-eyed. It was, it really? was, it was oh. cool like to watch was going, them. Yeah. How can they do this and not kill each other? Uh-huh. Like, well, you know, they're really specially trained to be able to do this. All right, so could I, should I bring my daughter? Can I bring my daughter to this? Yeah, it's kid-friendly. She would love it. I'm bringing my daughter next time. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, uh, love, your daughter especially would love it because she has that dark side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They really do a good job of making it family friendly. Like I went, I went and talked to AJ Kirsch at one of the breaks, um, which by the way, they will be on our show soon. We're going to really? have them on as, to interview. Wow. Um, went and talked to AJ and um, you know, there's all these kids who just like wanted to put the belt on and take pictures. And he was like, okay, all right, let me just finish. And he brings them in the ring, lets them mm. wear the championship belt, take pictures, wow. you know, and he's not like charging them. For, it's not like one of these things where it's like, oh sure, kid, it's five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was yeah. just like, come on in. Of course, it was really, yeah. really memories. cool. And the wrestlers, yeah. wrestlers, after they did their match, they'd come out and sit well, with the audience, walk around, talk with the audience. And if you wanted a picture, again, it wasn't like five bucks. It, yeah, sure, go ahead and do it. Take a wow, picture. Wow, that's Yeah, I awesome. went and talked to two of them afterwards on the way out the first two guys i said hey yeah it's like hey guys and they just slapped me right in the face (laughs) no but um i said thank you so much it was such a blast our first time coming and just very gentle oh thank you you know so it was it was really neat it wasn't like they were necessarily in character right like i'm gonna smash you and mash really a very unique experience yeah and it was neat because we went out there and you know you never know what to expect at venues like this you think you know this is gonna be a bunch of bikers it's gonna be weird because i'm bringing my kid but it's very um everyone's there just to have fun yeah. You know, it's really family friendly. A lot of people are bringing their kids and they're all there just to have a good time. Wow. Yeah. So do, do you have, do you have any kids, Austin? I don't. Really? Do you want to buy some? I'm no, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> I'm okay. okay. I was just, I was just saying, do you, you think you want to go to this? Or are you going to go? Oh, I'm so down. Yeah. Yeah. It, it made me think it's of what, what's the wrestler name of the principal on Billy Madison? Oh yeah. What's his name? Oh, I don't remember. His name? I don't remember. For either. some reason, that just kicked in my head. He, didn't he kill a guy in the ring I or something? So. He sat on him yeah. too long or something. Yeah. Um, no. Were you a big WWE guy too? You not really. No. Really? No. Yeah. See, I used to be a big WWF fan. I went to see Hulk Hogan fight. The Revolting Blob. Oh yeah, so good. <laughs> and, uh, the funny thing about this is they also have people who aren't wrestlers but are like the managers, like Jimmy, like Mouth of the South. It was like yeah. Jimmy yeah. Hart. Like, or uh, oh yeah, Vince Jimmy McMahon, Hart. Right? Yeah. 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 Newport was yeah, the guy here. Yeah, the British Bulldogs, right? Didn't yeah. he manage the British yeah. Bulldogs? Man, it's bringing back memories. And yeah. it has just like all the drama, all the, you know, pageantry of... Well, okay, so uh, you've been to the big... Speaking uh, of that... They yeah. bring out the uh, commissioner at the beginning and just like Vince McMahon, everyone boos him. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it was now, great, Now, you, you've been to the big matches. We're right, talking right. the big... I mean, you're talking Hulk Hogan yeah, and back in, Arena, the whole the prime bit. Prime yeah. WWE Andre the Giant. Yeah, yeah, the good old days. And and then now this one, how did they match up? What do you think? This one I actually liked better. Really? Because well, the there you saw this. just as good. They're just yeah. as talented. Exactly. Yeah. They might not be, you know, some of the guys were. Like the production value may not be there. Right. Like with all the, you know, flash and the. Right. But they're just, they, you know, they're trained. But they're putting on a great show. You know, right. Some of them weren't in the best shape. But this was their but first show. Like WWF was yeah. the same way. Oh, yeah. yeah. The big guys. Yeah. But um, um, but this was also their first show in like eighteen months yeah. after COVID. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, yeah. really? But with this though, it's like okay, you see you see a guy wrestle at WWF on the you know in Sullivan Arena, and he goes away. You never see him again. And then yeah. another team comes out. This you know afterwards they go off. They go in the back. They come out. They're walking around talking with people. Mm-hmm. So you have so much access to the to the wrestlers. And it really becomes more of a you know family environment and you know more you it's more inclusive. 
Yeah. And that's yeah. what I liked about it. You know, especially when I have like the Super Beast, I was watching him wrestle going, this is great. This guy's so big and fantastic. He's awesome to watch him wrestle. And then he's sitting next to me and I'm going, that is yeah. so cool. Yeah. What did your son do? He was, was just he like, out? he was looking at it. I was like, oh my God, the Super Beast. Mm-hmm. I go, Connor, Connor, look at the Super Beast. He well, goes, oh, I don't know who was the more starstruck, me or him. <laughs> well, but because you fantastic. also said too that your son, you kind of had to explain what this was, right? He didn't really yeah. know what this was. He was, was. wondering how you could jump off a turnbuckle smash on a guy and not kill him. Has he not watched wrestling at all? No, he's never watched wrestling. Really? So no. do you think it's something for you guys you kind of bonded Yeah, over, we huh? did. And once That's I explained cool. to him, I go, it's, it's a lot like theater, you know? He goes, why are you booing for this guy? I go, everyone else is booing. I guess he's a bad guy. Yeah. It's a lot like theater, you know? Yeah. You just play along and make it fun for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So, but these oh, guys, man. these guys were amazing. And, uh, you know, like I didn't tell my son, oh, you know, it's all pre-planned, but because these guys are out there wrestling their heart out and they're like really hurting each other but mm. not to the point where they're physically disabilitating you know that's each like other. saying yeah. santa's not real right it's like saying santa's not real yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um he he loved it at the end especially when he got it when it clicked and goes oh yeah so he's like cheering and starting chants and everything is, is he watching wrestling now is he no, going he's online waiting for august when i take oh, oh he's waiting for these guys to come he back he wants to see these guys again <laughs> there, there's nothing that'll ever compare to this now right TV yeah. wrestling I, is very bland compared to this actually yeah, yeah. this this is really cool. I recommend it. So I mean, highly recommend. Yeah, it. definitely check it out. It's so such a cool experience. Um, and you know, like I said, there's some. You know, if you're into wrestling, there's you know, like Sledge. He uh, he wrestles with a company called Ring of Honor, and they're like they have like pay per view and stuff like that. Mm. So some of these guys are you know fairly legit. Um, it's really neat. Um, so I would check it out. How did you How did you find out about this when you mentioned it to us on the podcast? Was it just I always I'm or? always searching for new events in Fresno. Okay. So I just been scouring the internet and something popped up and, and I was like, up, huh? "What the what?" So Cuz you mentioned it and it sounded pretty fun. I just couldn't make it. But yeah, I mean, I want, definitely want to go in August, man. Yeah, you guys got me cool. so jazzed grounded? up. You were grounded? I was grounded. I was yeah. Oh, I, was, man, I didn't get my chores done that day. Yeah, I understand. So. Um, okay. I want to talk, since we're talking about sports, I want to just bring this up really quick. The, uh, courts have ruled, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that college athletes can cash in on their likeness and get sponsors. And apparently Fresno State is the, uh, the first athletes to cash in on these endorsements. There are two twins, Haley and Hannah Cavender. They're stars of the Bulldogs Women's Basketball Club. Um, they just signed contracts with Boost Mobile and Six Star Pro Nutrition, and this, they had a big ceremony in Times Square. Really? Um, they're like, literally the first female, or they're the first college says, period. It athletes. just says Fresno State twins, first college athletes to cash in with endorsements. Wow. Um, so I, I find this. I, I kind of. I mean, I personally, besides the fact that I don't a- agree with this ruling, actually, yeah. I just feel like one. I mean, I two things. I guess I don't disagree with it. I just feel like it does take uh, college sports and make it more college, more about sports and not college, like learning. And that's already a problem. Yeah. I, I mean, people might very disagree with me, but I think um, there should just be sports just shouldn't be part of college. So does this mean belief. like uh, the jerseys they sell with the name of Derek Carr on the back? He didn't get a dime from that when he was at Fresno State, but he would have made money from jersey sales. Is that or is this? I guess that's if what he that has means. the contract, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if they, I don't know if he would have made it before. I guess so because that would have been the, I don't know that's the same as a sponsorship. He probably deal could or have not. pursued for a contract with yeah. somebody and made money yeah. off of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the same as um, the, contracts like this. The the school has the rights. I can understand to the jersey, right? The school can sell 
the, right. the the jersey with the name on it, but the the actual athlete would have to have like a sponsor. We have to sign a contract. Yeah, so just sponsorships. Like big, yeah, yeah, just like a big time. Uh, okay, so they can earn. So local restaurants could have paid Derek Carr to make commercials for them or something. Yes, that's yeah. probably fine. Yeah. Um. So it's pretty interesting. So yeah, these girls now they are. Uh, they're like on. They're in Sports Illustrated now. They all out of nowhere just kind of blew up. Well, you know, I, I always thought you know sports in college was supposed to be about just the sports. And even though you said you know college and sports really don't mix, I mean at least sports is still sports. Now it's definitely about money. It just comes down to about. Money, That's right? kind of my problem with it. Was I mean athletes already? You know, I teach at two local universities, and that's kind of already an issue. Is there's. Um, most of the students are on full ride sports scholarships yeah. and they're playing with sports. And so that's their first priority. And I mean, like for instance, I have to make sure that students can't miss class. You know, like you have to take attendance. You have to do all these things. If they have an excuse, it has to be signed by a doctor. Mm. However, it, no matter what, if it's something to do with sports, just excuse them. It doesn't matter. There's like no consequence. If they can't make up their work. Well, they'll figure it out. And I'm like, can you imagine how much worse that's going to get now? If you have a sponsor, if you're, if you're going for a sponsorship, like, I wouldn't be going to class at all. I'd just be getting my oh, sponsorship. Yeah. Well, technically, if you're big enough in the first couple of years, you could just make enough money to retire before you Heck graduate, Heck yeah, that right? would be my goal, that right? That would be awesome, yeah. So, and I, I see why these girls got a sponsorship. Because um, they're cute. They are two cute, young, blonde twins who have TikToks of them oh, dancing in bikinis. Wow. So they've got a social media following. Yes. They're basketball players? Basketball players. So, uh, you know, I realize they have Are these, they tall? They don't look tall. But maybe no, I don't. Tell. I have actually but not. they're stunning. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, they have a million views of them doing, I don't know, hopscotch or something stupid. One, one, one million views of them d with dancing. It's just kind of insane. Probably for the dog that just walked into the video. So, I mean, dancing. I don't know. So, because it they have the a social. Dog, I mean, I don't know. But because of the social. Popular. Yeah, because of the social following, you know, and everything else. Yeah, you so, know. It's, you know, so sports is going to be like everything else. It's just going to be how famous you are. It doesn't matter how much, uh, how you know, the actual sport, if you can actually right, cause do sport, anything in the sport. It's just about right. how famous you are. Also, sports sport. is such a crapshoot because you could be really good and get wounded in college and you can't play anymore. Right. Well, so, so it's just like that, a chance that, for them to cash in while they can. I was going to say, should that make the case for them to do that then? You, yeah, do you think that's I, a good I'm ruling? fine with this because, I mean, everybody makes money off of college sports except for the athletes. Well, right? this is, the coaches are getting paid. The you know millions of dollars. University is making millions of dollars. But right, but that's where my these kids who aren't getting paid anything. Well, that's fair. Well, that's my issue. My thing is just take sports out of college in general. That's yeah, what, it. Should be just intramural fun sports. I agree with Max. Yeah, 100%. college shouldn't be a place. You're there for an education. That's and you go to college and you're you're a teacher at a college. You all everything you learn is about. Well, college ends up being college ends up being the minor leagues for yeah, but it shouldn't be. That's what sports. I'm saying. Well, yeah, yeah. They should it have should a, be like minor league baseball. They should have a college for college and then a, a sports college for sports, right? Yeah, it should just but, be. But going exactly. back to what Don was saying, so. Uh, the, the point on that, though, is that, you know, you're going to have a, a quarterback or a running back or a famous, basically the famous one person out of that whole team that's going to make any money. Everybody else, the center's not going to make any money. You know, the guys probably, you know, the guards. I mean, you know, that's the thing. There's always going to be just that one standout athlete, right? The guy that's a Heisman Trophy candidate. He's going to make the money, not anybody else, though. That's the unfortunate thing. Well, yeah. that's life. Yeah, they should take sports out of college. Austin, what are your... But it's capitalism. It's, it's, it's capitalism in a way where there shouldn't... I mean, 
once again, they always, you know, you're out of college and it's about, we're all about education. We're all about education. We're all about education. Unless it comes to sports, in which case, well, screw yeah. education. It, it, go, it goes back to this equity thing. I mean, shouldn't they equity and equality? Shouldn't they then make it? Okay, if, if one guy can make a million, if they all can't make a million, then maybe the guy if, shouldn't make a million. Well, that's the thing. it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn into an issue, I guarantee you. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Um, cause it also just says like, and for instance, if you're in sports, there's excuses. If a guy's part of the uh, chess club on campus and has a competition, sorry, I don't get to excuse him, you know, like, but if what? he's in sports, bam, but if he has something else, it's just kind of, that's what I, I just don't like uh, this, it, the whole sports just kind of taking over, um, where college is. I mean, honestly, I, I shouldn't be saying this. I don't think really many of us should be going to college. Um, so <laughs> You guys know my views on college, but it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming from a guy. Says who, the college professor. Yeah. Exactly. That's why you know it's He's, true. Yeah. Okay. Because I tell them the same thing. Well, uh, it, it, if you hand if you hand out degrees to everyone, then it just becomes watered down. It's a watered down degree. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying that that's potential could happen, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. Anyways, what Austin, about all what the guys thoughts? who um, sports is their avenue to college? Yeah. Why would it be their avenue to college? That's my problem. They can't afford it. But college shouldn't... That's the thing. Sports shouldn't be an avenue to college. Why would sports have anything to do with college? It doesn't make sense. Because it's college athletics. It's, so yeah. I'm saying take it out of college, and then, then it's ha- only about academics. But I then s- how could the poor kid who is good at basketball but can't afford to go to college get to college? Well, is he a good student? Yeah. but, but Well, then he can pay- get a scholarship. So all scholarships are academic now. Yes. That would make sense. <laughs> to college scholarships would be academic well, scholarships. Okay I think a like, student because it's college. So the player. issue I see is is all of the money that these colleges get from the sporting yeah. events. Right. That would yeah. stop it from what you would want. Yes, they would stop. Yes, they would lose but that money. That's I correct. I also slightly agree that Very there simple. could be there could be separation <laughs> there. But yeah. I don't obviously I don't see that happening. Yeah, they would lose that money and then they would learn to spend money wisely. Because instead how many, of spending five hundred dollars per chair. How many athletes have you heard about that they're just barely making grades just so they can be on the team? All, yeah. Yeah, because they don't actually care about (laughs) college. Well, there's probably going to be a percentage like anything else. There's a percentage of of guys that know, hey, I may not get into the the pros, and they're going to take college seriously as a backup plan. I think most people, most guys on the football team are going to college because they're not going to go to the pros, and most know that. You know, and then there's other That's people that aren't going to take it serious and just be like, I'm just going to do sports and I know I'm going to make it. Yeah, but then, imagine, yeah. imagine if you went to college and then there was also a minor NFL league that you could go. And if you were great, they could recruit you. That would make sense. Well, that, that would work if there was not baseball has that. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's what I think. I think that would solve a lot of issues because then sponsorships would be, you know, wouldn't matter because it has nothing to do with your college stuff. Um, anyways. Hmm. I, I think they should put pro wrestling in college. That's what Ooh. I think Ooh, as a sport. Good. Ooh, that'd, that'd be, be so fun. Good. Yeah. Those are my thoughts on it. Um, <clears throat> anybody else have thoughts on it before I move on? <laughs> no, but we brought Austin back to talk about. Yes, oh, we do. Yes. We want to about, talk about, about what do you think about the sports, Austin? You know a lot about this, <laughs> don't you? Austin's actually Which big sport? into baseball. Oh. Yes, I am. Are yeah. you really? You used to have oh, speaking of that, what do you think? You what? Yeah. You used to have season tickets to the Grizzlies. Remember really? I told you how I used to go to the Grizzlies a lot with a friend of mine? Yes. That was the that's guy. Him. That's me. That's him. You don't have tickets anymore? Not anymore. This oh, is when they first man. built the new stadium. Chancey, yeah. So, okay. Uh, when it was San Francisco. I think it's 2003, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they're theater in the like The miners yeah. for the And the best part about it was on the back of the ticket, 
you could get a famous star and a 32 ounce drink from Carl's Jr. Yeah, yeah. for like a dollar twenty-seven. They had that. They had that for the longest time. Yeah. You could do that, but you know, that made yeah. high school great. We ate well. Now, yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you think about this? Uh, are you a Dodger fan? <sighs> no. Are you a San Francisco guy? <laughs> yes. Yay! All right. <laughs> what do you think about this Dodger pitcher? Which one? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bauer or the guy that... He's Bueller? Just, he's Bu- is it not Bueller. Walker Bueller? Walker Bueller? No, the guy that just got busted for uh, mm. uh, beating up a girl and... Rough. I didn't see that. Oh, you haven't seen it? Pull no. it up. What do you oh, think sorry. about Sergio Romo dropping his pants whenever they check <laughs> out? I like that. And I, I like also that. saw one with uh, Max uh, Scherzer, and the umpire actually rubbed his hands on the sweaty, balding head uh, to check nasty, for pine tar. Yeah. Nasty. I used to love to watch Sergio what did you want me to look pitch up? for the oh, Giants. Oh, Dodgers. Dodger guy just got busted for as uh, a Dodger pitcher. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm just going to search Dodgers folks. guy busted. I didn't get yeah. anything. Busted I, is not really a technical <laughs> term. Yeah. Dodgers guy. Well, he's accused of. He's accused. Supposedly he met this girl. I, can't, I wish I remember the guy's name. Was it Bauer? What is the guy's name? Call him Larry. Larry, uh, dude, we'll call him the dude. He supposedly met this girl twice for, you know, adult relations, and both times he beat her up, choked her unconscious. Is it Trevor Bauer? Trevor the Bauer. She just kind of heard something okay. now that he says his name. And then yeah. he's, like, punched her and punched her in the private place, and there's all this, and now she's filing against him. And Is he still yeah. playing? Oh, my I gosh, this is the headline. And he went to college, Trevor Bauer allegedly used his hands to break a woman's skull during sex. Oh, Holy smoke. That's not very nice. <laughs> On Sunday, the Dodgers announced he it was will a still start the baseball game. The headline from Sports Illustrator, Sports Illustrated is Major League Baseball and the Dodgers are so consumed with technicalities they can't be bothered to do the right thing. Oh, my yeah, gosh. So anyway, I just uh, – sorry, a little side note. Yeah. I try to just pay attention to the Giants. I yeah, me too. Yeah. Much, so. yeah, Dodgers yeah. are just trouble. Yeah, the Dodgers are full <laughs> of stories like this. Even though they just beat us. <laughs> they got lucky. What what was the last yeah what was the last uh, time when we played what, they took what two out of three, uh I think that was last week yeah last week right two out of three yeah anyway. um uh, let's come see on Don here. you're the sports guy what do you think I don't like baseball <laughs> oh man baseball's number one um <laughs> you wanted to talk forest management right yeah let's segue uh, into that segue yeah, we can do that. that's what we're gonna do we're gonna do this um I think I hear the music coming up in the Thank background okay. there it is <laughs> so we're gonna go to a quick break we're gonna come back. When we come back, we're going to talk forest management. I'm going to tell you why meat is so expensive. You're going to learn a lot. Marty's not going to like it. And if we have time, we're going to do a uh, some entertainment picks and maybe a use this, not that. And where raisins come from. Yes, yes. and where raisins Finally. come from. All right. We will be right back. Right back. Ruffles. Hey, everybody. This is Max DeBoss here. Um, have you guys ever been, like, sitting at home and you want a sweet? You want something that's really good, but, like, you also want a little bit salty, that sweet and salty taste, you know? And it's you don't know what to reach for, and so you reach for maybe a salted caramel. You're thinking, ooh, that could be good, but not just a normal salted caramel. And let me see here. I'm going to turn you on. What was that? Is there vanilla in the salt? Oh, we could do that one, too. I was thinking, though, our black lava sea salt caramel. Black what? lava? What's that? Oh, never heard of this. Black lava sea salt is incredible. The actual sea salt, it comes from, from the, the sea? P- from the Pacific yes. Ocean um, near um, Kauai. 
And in Kauai, they uh, take burnt sea sh- uh, burnt sea shells, coconut shells, okay. and they turn it into a um, a charcoal, mm. and it's blended and infused with the sea salt. So it kind of gives you this really interesting, um, like tropical, smoky, tropical smoky flavor, mm-hmm. and that's infused in the sea salt. And we top that with our dark chocolate caramels. Ooh. Very good. So all I'm saying is, next time you want a treat or a little snack. Reach for one of those, and you guys know where you can get them? Where? Acapella Chocolates. Ah, I knew it. You can also get them at thebossgourmet.com, but Acapella Chocolates. Because it it sounds more than a treat. It sounds more like a whole lot of awesome in your hand. It's really good. Yeah, we also have our red lava sea salt, which is awesome. Red lava? What's in that? That's actually mixed. The salt is actually mixed with um, volcanic clay. Oh, no pretty way. interesting. Really? Yeah. So you wow. get it's actually it's a standard like Hawaiian delicate you know, like uh, dish. They use that a lot. So it's just so like being in Hawaii. It's just like being in Hawaii. You feel like you're on vacation when yeah. you eat it. That's right. Yeah. Every bite. It's like a trip to Hawaii. Wow. So check those out. Uh, use the promo code No Focus Radio for fifteen percent off your order. Free shipping. At- Free shipping. Forty nine dollars. Forty nine dollars. Or free pickup. That's right. What was so that? Debosschocolate.com? Yeah, uh, debossgourmet.com. Debossgourmet. Or acapellachocolate.com. Nice. There it is. Wow. Yeah. I'm going today. Go right now. Yeah. You can do it anytime. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Website's, here. website's open 24 right. 7. Bye, guys. We're out of here. Get some chocolate. Hey, we're back. <laughs> okay, I'll leave after the show. Um, all right. You guys are up. Yeah, forest serious, management. Forest serious management. Serious talk. Ready, Tell us all go. about forest management because it's a passionate issue for me because we do not manage our forests. I was going to say the there's dark. a lack of forest management. Okay, tell us about that. And I heard, but also I heard you might have had like an ongoing argument with somebody. Oh, yeah, as well, oh, yeah that'll right? that'll tie into the okay, story. Okay, all right. Sure. Um, so obviously the Creek Fire happened, largest single fire in California history. Mm. Um, while I lived up the hill at Huntington Lake. I watched, I was actually up there around the first year of the drought season that we've had through Mm. all these past years. And I watched all of these trees die. Mm. But because of environmental reasons from certain groups, it wasn't allowed to be logged. Different reasons that they've given and gotten sued the forestry for Mm -hmm. to stop proper management. So, in other words, all these trees died and they just left them. They were just sitting there. There's a lot of brown up there. Wow. So, Which is good for what and who? I don't know. Uh, beetles? Well, they say, too, some of the, the uh, animals, right? So like some of the birds that's and stuff one, that's the nesting place. And yes. Yeah. So, spotted owl is one. I hate those things. Um, <laughs> the most recent lawsuit that recently also got denied was for the Pacific Fisher, which is part of the weasel family. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I have seen a couple of them, and when I say a couple through my eight years up there, I mean a couple. Mm-hmm. There's not that many. Um, so they think that logging is going to eliminate their ruin homes. their habitat. Got it. You yeah. know what else By is pretty remo- ruinous though? Um, Massive fire. fires. Oh, yes, huh. that just yeah. sweeps through. So and then which is caused by all this dead wood that's yes. just sitting there doing nothing for a nobody. Correct. Which could be utilized for oh what do you know? We have lumber prices skyrocketing and yeah. no lumber. Or too you know, apparently there's a shortage or for whatever reasons there could be more lumber. Right. Uh not only for animals is it better to manage the forest because it keeps their homes safer from fire. It's healthier 
for the forest. Uh, the show that I'm watching right now is called Clarkson's Farm. Recommended. It's on Amazon Prime. It's Jeremy Clarkson. He has a thousand acre farm that he has up uh, in uh, over in uh, Great Britain, and he has a some forest on his property. And he went through just like a, an eighth of it and logged, you know, part of it and got 200 tons of timber. Mm. And, of course, all these environmentalists, why, why are you doing that? You're ruining the environment. You're cutting down green stuff. And he points out how moronic that is. He takes you into the part of the forest that he logged. And he says, can you tell this has been logged? You can't even tell because there's still so many trees. Yeah. He's like, but the forest can tell. Look at all these puddles of sunlight. He's like sunlight is now hitting the forest floor it's going to cause new trees and new growth it's better for the forest it's better for the animals it's safer you know what i mean so i mean human beings forever have been responsible for taking care of the planet and it's stupid to say that we should just do nothing and let the planet do whatever it's going to do that's going to cause what's happened stuff like the creek fire so it's funny you say that it's better for the animals environment because that's my baited email my first email to the head lady of this lawsuit I'd rather not mention her name, but if people are upset about it, they can email her at director at unitedparks.com. Can you explain the lawsuit? Director at unitedparks.com. Yes. So the lawsuit is pretty much saying that the forestry has not upheld their, not liability, but um, they should have done responsibility for studying these weasels. the last study that was done, I think, was over 10 years ago as far as population. And even back then, they said there was a maximum of 500 weasels within the Sierra Nevada range. So that's not even in this area mm-hmm. of Shaver Lake, mm. Huntington Lake. Um, so they were pretty much claiming that to stop management, and this is after the Creek Fire, this lawsuit was filed after the Creek Fire, to stop the management, forestry needs to do a viable study on the Pacific Fisher. Um, so obviously this overly upset me with multiple friends and a couple family members that lost their houses to this fire mm-hmm. that turned into a massive... So I'm sorry, I just want to make sure. it clear. They want forest management to stop Correct. because they're afraid that it's going to hurt these fishers. Correct. Right? So they want a study done before they continue with the forest management. So her... Mm-hmm. Her real reasoning for this is to turn this free, open public land area into a national park. Mm. That's her um, driving force behind it. She wants the new name for it. It used to be the Sierra National Monument. That was her first push, and there was a lot of backlash against that. That was like six years ago or so. Is now called the Range of Light Monument. Mm. And she wants it huh. to connect Yosemite to the Kings Canyon National Parks. Now, is she calling it the Range of Light because this thing's been on fire so bright? She's calling it the Range of Light because the Sierra National Monument got so much bad flack against it, (laughs) so she had to change the name. Um, So, obviously, this upset me. Um, All of these trees should have been logged, like Don said. And I started emailing people. I became, for the first time in my life, an activist against activists Mm. um, because it upset me so much. So, like I said, I baited her. I emailed her and with a simple question of how many Pacific fishers inhabit the greater Shaver Lake area. She came back, oh, that's a great question. That's the reason why we have the lawsuit, yada, yada. My reply back to her was, well, 
sorry to inform you that the majority of these Pacific fishers have burned up in this massive fire, <laughs> yeah. except for in the managed areas around Shaver Lake, which is really the only reason why Shaver Lake, which is owned by Southern California Edison, um, a man named John Mount was able to properly manage set prescribed burns all around Shaver Lake, create fire breaks. Um, and that's the only reason why Shaver Lake is still standing. If you mm -hmm. look on the Creek Fire Burn map, mm -hmm. it's Everything all burned map. around it. You're right. Exactly. Wow. You're so right. Wow. Also, they were able to cut down trees because trees will grow really close together if you let them, and that way none of them have enough water. Water, so around, sunlight. Yeah, yeah, in Edison they go through and they cut down trees that are within certain distance of each other so that they have enough room to get the water that they need so they're healthier. Correct. So she copied her fire scientist physicist on these emails to me and he lives in Colorado he I doubt he's ever even been to this area and he starts blasting out massive amounts of information to me that are I can understand it but for a lot of people I'm sure it would be overwhelming was it science uh, not really so their their, their claim the their claim with him was that Clearing out underbrush and dead trees allows for more wind, which would increase the fire activity. <laughs> My argument to that is no fuel equals no fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of back and forth. She, she told me that fire science is complicated. I told her that <laughs> fire science isn't complicated mm -hmm. to a normal person. <laughs> it might yeah. be skewed for somebody that has environmental organization backing. Yeah, um, yeah there's just a, a bunch of random <clears throat> i mean I, I even went to the extent of researching that all these different other lawsuits in different areas that these same people have put against the forestry and i contacted there surprisingly there was a um forest manager biologist out of berkeley which you wouldn't think that he would be mm -hmm. for forest yeah. management that had battled against a one of these lawsuits and won so i actually contacted him and he t I sent him all, I, he didn't even want to look at the um, reports and data that they were sending me because he said their ideas are so asinine and mm. not accepted by the scientific community. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Wow. So it, it, it was, I will also say um, major props and shout out to Nathan Magsig. Um, he actually did an interview with this head lady and pretty much made her look like an idiot. It's on Facebook, it's on his page. He's the Fresno County Supervisor. Um, and it, it, it was, she was actually laughing at different rebuttals from him, like kind of nervous giggling. Like, I, I don't know if she knew that she was kind of caught, but like Kamala Harris, pretty much. <laughs> it, it really was very similar. Yes. And, um, I don't know. It's, it, it, it's actually, they've put it into appeal now, even though they've won. So it's still an ongoing thing, but bottom line, I mean, sure. There is a middle ground. A lot of people say, yes, tons of logging, clear cut clean it out other people environmentalists say to save the forest don't touch it there's a middle ground to where they can still do studies on these animals mm -hmm. and just like with shaver create fire breaks and mm -hmm. still do some management in some places that are protective of communities because mm -hmm. fires are natural fires always happen mm -hmm. there's there's burning and it's good for the forest mm -hmm. so that can happen out in the in the wilderness but create fire breaks around all of these houses and these people they've lost all their houses and everything inside 
with fast evacuations. So. Well, I mean, it killed people. People forget about the fires up north that swept through so fast that people didn't have time to escape their houses mm -hmm. and yeah. just died in their homes because of the, how quickly the fire was spreading. There is, a, this, there is this idea, and we talked about it earlier as well when we talked about um, kind of the idea of climate change and energy, how there's a certain mm -hmm. idea where people think, oh, the earth is is you know it's the earth is dying the earth is dying we have to sacrifice people to um get that you know to save it and it's like well i don't know if that's true actually you know like then that's kind of where i think that there's that activism gets so far where i honestly don't know if people actually care people like that if they care that people died um or what happens to people's homes it's just no you know like these other things are more I, important. Than I actually, life. that was part of one of my emails to where I, I said, um, I, she's sending me data. I'm refuting it because I'm familiar with the area, familiar with weather, weather and patterns. Um, and she just, all of their data just made no sense to me, which is why I reached out to that Berkeley mm -hmm. biologist. But I don't know. It, it's just very confusing, and I can't believe that it's so hypocritical that they can actually think that they're correct. And, and they're obviously, they're looking for a money driving force behind it so they can turn it into a monument. Right. Well, well that's, that's what I was going to ask. What's the reasoning behind not – I mean, what's the, hard, what's the push here, the hard they're push using, to not manage the forest? They're using the Pacific Fisher as an excuse to take over that public area and make it into a fee – regulated park mm. so all you have so to do is money. go up to the mountains and you'll see an area with green trees and another area with large patches of dead trees and i asked someone one time i go what's the difference between both sides of these mountains and they say this side is managed right. the other side with all the dead forest on it is not managed it's national forest one of the mm. best ex one of the best ways to see how really good like managed forest looks is if you drive up through oregon take the 97 right all the way from like california through like up to bend for instance all the, the long drive man. the long drive okay. but yeah yeah there's uh but if you ever do that drive you'll see all these little towns along the way there's lapine there's there's all these tiny towns um and you'll realize they're all company towns they're all logging towns and so logging companies set up there and that's literally all they do and there's just logging companies every you know 50 60 miles another little town um but if you're driving the 97 that whole area is just gorgeous and it's just there's trees and there's a lot of you'll see some areas with giant old growth trees mm -hmm. and a lot of areas with um baby trees right mm. but they're just bright green they're spaced apart and you still still see logging coming through but all the areas that they've like cut down the old trees there's brand new new growth you know baby trees the place is so bright green and it's that area right there rarely I don't think I've ever had any major fires. Oregon has had fires, but it's typically happened in the non-managed areas. And so I was driving through the 97 not that long ago on my way to Bend, and I was just shocked at how just green. There was not a single dead tree in sight. I couldn't see. It was like... It looked I, alive, huh? It was just alive. Yeah, it like was incredible. Not choked out. Yeah, and it yeah. was just incredible how gorgeous it was. Um, so I was just, you know, doing some research, and I found out, well, that's because that whole strip has been has had legal logging just since forever. And it's, and, but you know, and remember people forget loggers don't want to just go in and chop every tree down and ruin the forest. They make their money on that forest. So if they cut down dead trees, they plant new ones, right? They maintain, they actually help maintain that forest. Yeah. Um, so yeah. anyways, so. So to finalize that, I feel like I slightly won through my email chain because 
I got a response from the fire scientist. They kept asking me for my data, and mine is just, you know, I didn't. They say I didn't pick, take pictures. I didn't log data, and uh, he was in. I believe he's in Colorado, and I got a response back. He said he would finally re respond to my questions, and I got a response back from him. It was 3 a.m. his time, so I feel like I kept him up all night. So <laughs> yeah, that was a, win. a, yeah. a slight win, right? That's awesome, man. And then uh, last thing was apparently Trump was right about raking the forest, right? I remember that's right. <laughs> <laughs> when he said forest management is a thing, yeah. everybody was like, "He's a liar." Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm glad that you're fighting for that. That's a big thing. That's good. That we 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 all have to pick a um, pick our fights and fight them if we want change. And if you don't, we just complain. A lot of people just complain and don't do anything. So. Well, yep. things, yeah, things get taken over, or the forests yeah. don't get managed, and then they just everything burns down. Yeah. And, you know, that's sad. Really sad. So that's good. And somebody who spent the last eight years of his life up there, he's got a passion for it. So, yep, definitely, that's awesome. Very uh, special. So, what's place. your next move? Politics? Are we going to vote for you? Oh or? no, governor, no. governor. <laughs> I think I honestly think, like we talked about last week, I think Nathan Magsig should run for governor mm. because of how awesome he is to his constituents, responses, helping everybody out. He was. I remember during the Creek Fire, he was updating everyone Look, and doing shows and and going live and yeah, restricted uh, access, showing what houses actually burnt down mm -hmm. when people have no clue they're all evacuated out of the right, area. Right, that's true. Wow. They couldn't yeah. get information on whether or not their cabin was okay, their house was okay. He was mm. getting that through. Yeah, you're right. That's helped impressive. helped with insurance processes, the the county uh, county aid to these people that lost their homes. Just overly helpful to whoever needs it. Mm. That's eastern side of Fresno County. And that should be the way, you know, and, that, and that's what you want out of, out of your, your politicians, local, yeah. or state, or federal. I mean, that's the way it should be. Yeah, you, you know, want them service. to be local. Doing in service. service. Well, no, yeah. in, in service to people. He, I mean, that's up, the way it should he's be. He's up there for the, the Blue Canyon fire. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's anything major especially for that eastern side which is what he's a supervisor over he's wow. overly involved with so yeah um that's cool very cool yeah yeah I, cool. i'm actually i follow his twitter he's actually pretty um he posts a lot from sierra nevada um, conservancy and um it's not like Ted Cruz who takes off to Mexico when things get bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, he goes into the middle of it. That's awesome. That's yep. a great politician. That's Definitely. the way it should be because yep. they're in there to help people, and there he's actually helping people. And I actually had emailed him, too, about this situation and gave, gave him all of these different data studies that they provided mm -hmm. me to maybe somehow help out with this lawsuit. And then a couple of weeks later, he had that interview with her and oh, kind of wow. just destroyed her. So. That's awesome. <laughs> ah. Very so. cool. Well, and you also helped the forest, too, because when you were up there doing that fire, you showed us that you and your friend there were building benches and, and uh, doing all true. kinds of carpentry yes. work right in the middle of it. There's, there's gold in the hills. <laughs> there's oh, gold in the right. hills. We've got to get back to the gold, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Well, so. even though I, I don't have any connection to it, thank you for doing that. I mean, really, for sure. I mean, you know, for being able to stand up and, and, and you know, do what you did, take your time and it do all that. It just made me so upset that I... You're kind of Couldn't an example stand, to us. Yeah, because you know, yeah, people all. have ideas of what they think forests, you know, the forest should be. And then there's a reality of people like you who live up there 
who know what needs to be done. You have enough knowledge about the situation to know yeah, what right. the real facts exactly. are. Exactly. Sure. And some people just want the feel good. Oh, no, let's not log. Let's just leave it to the animals. But you can't do that because yep. then the animals well, will have no home. It's right. like I say, you know, it's like they see the picture of, of, of an over-logged forest. I mean, just bear, right? And they think that that's just, like you said, they think that every company does that, yeah. is going to do that instead of be responsible. Well, there's always my, a middle ground. One of my favorite things are, though, too, is the majority of the people who are fighting to stop forest management like this are also the same people who are loving and are super against using um, oil or coal for power. So they instead support biofuel Bio burning. Which is mega fires. Yeah. Which is just literally <laughs> burning our mountains down. So and there's also, this complete disconnect yeah. of knowledge and right, facts. Right, right. Yep. Also, a lot of those people are vegans, and they don't even eat meat, right, Max? This is true. I, well, we don't have time for the meat discussion. Oh, now. we don't. Oh no! <laughs> I can sum up. I can sum it up really quickly. The meat discussion? Yeah, yeah. No, you I, can't. Yes, I can. <laughs> no, you it can't. goes like it's this. A no, you issue. can't. The angle uh -oh. of my dangle is inversely proportionate to the heat of my meat. There it is. Okay. <laughs> wow! I have well, no idea what that <laughs> even means. <laughs> what about entertainment picks? We got time yeah, for we got some... time for entertainment picks. Okay, my first one is a local one. Art Hop is back. Yeah, it's I love Art happening. Hop. Wow. I think it's the uh, it's happening tonight. Support so still Thursdays. Still Thursdays. So Art Hop is back. It is, if I remember correctly, it's still, is it the or maybe it's next week. It's the first or second Tuesday of every month. Where can we go to check? Tuesday oh, or Thursday? First, first and third <laughs> Thursday of each month. So first and third at? Thursday. Art Hop is all over the Central Valley. Okay. Now it's really spread, wow. um, but you can go to the FresnoArtsCouncil.org to check out the Art Hop venues, nice. first and third Fresno. I think that was a famous uh, painting, Thursdays. The Angle of My Dangle. I think that was in the Art Hop, wasn't it? A very famous uh, painting. It has its own gallery. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. That's a great name for a gallery, yeah. actually. Um, so check that out, uh, so Art Hop, Don Schlitz as art there. well <laughs> as... Um, uh, what else did I have? A local event. Oh, there is a theater opening back up. Uh, good Company Players is back up. Oh, they're up theaters. and running. Okay, good, good. Um, yeah. And um, what else is there? I overheard recently that um, Center Stage is booking some shows as well. Nice. So there's theater nice. opening up. So check that out. What, what about the Tower Theater debacle? Is there any entertainment going on there? <laughs> I found a strange article, actually, <laughs> that there was a big crowd surrounding the front this last week. There's yeah. a random police officer started playing drums in the front and oh. gathered a massive crowd nice. of people That's watching normal. Yeah. So I was That's like, good. okay, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, Tower Theater still a nightmare. Um, any any TV picks from anybody? Anything new? I talked about it already, but Clarkson. Clark Clarkson's Farm. Okay. Still watching. Uh, very entertaining show on yeah. Amazon Prime. Still watching Outlander. I'm on season two, I think, of that. Okay. It's crazy. That's like soft porn. That's crazy. It is <laughs> like soft it is. porn. If you we were hanging that. out with uh, friends last night, and they just started watching it. Yeah. And um, the wife admitted that it makes her horny, baby. <laughs> Are you <laughs> serious? Because yeah. we're sitting there watching. I'm, I'm glad. It's like, do not watch it with your kids, people. If you do watch this show, I'm Got just warning it. you now. It's definitely adult. But it, I don't think it needs it. The story's good enough. It doesn't need the extra stuff Is it an they HBO do. show? No, it's a Stars. Show. It's on oh, Stars. That's, even, that's why. Yeah. 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 It's not as uh, gratuitous as the sex on uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, right. I'll, like I'll that. agree with that. But um, especially in the early seasons, there's a lot of it. Yeah. yeah, and Game of Thrones started out strong, and then by season two, there was like none. Yeah, they really just it was like let's gather, it's like you know, let's get people in to watch the it. Honeymoon stage was over. That's why. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> their clothes on. I started this is up my entertainment pick. I started watching Barry for the finally on HBO with oh, Bill that's Hader. A great show. Uh, Bill oh. Hader and Henry Winkler. If you haven't watched Barry, you watch get that? in on yeah, Barry. You need to watch Barry. It's, I'm just flying. It's, and it's also it's great because episodes are 30 minutes, even mm, less. They're like okay. 25 minutes. So you just kind of before you know it, you've just spent like six hours just plowing through episodes <laughs> of Barry. Uh, nice. So check that out. Really good show. Austin, anything that you enjoy entertainment wise? Recently, I've gone back to Clint Eastwood movies. Oh, oh nice. freaking so, awesome. There you, you go. Know, how can you go wrong? Classic. Yeah. Like um, his Western or more like Dirty Harry? Western movies. Westerns, yeah, okay. Older ones for sure. Uh, what what's that new one out with the hybrid hybrid babies? Have you seen that one? Hybrid babies. Oh, the hybrid babies movie. Um, it's a it's a series. Yeah, oh, a sweet, the one where they're like sweet tooth, right? Yes, yeah, so sweet like tooth. Half deer, half something, half human. Did you human? see the USA Today yeah, headline? Yeah, that's insane. No. Where they apparently turned into a tabloid for a day. Yeah, and they their headline was. Uh, hybrid babies invade the u.s or something like so, that So yeah, if you guys haven't seen this i'll show you usa today sold off their head their front, front page, page as an ad no way that was uh, usa today's front page ad it shows a little yeah it shows a, like a hybrid baby can you imagine half half first of all how much like literally the entire thing that you, is crazy. They got hammered, man, yes. because that's bad. Like to be like that's complete sellout. Like, oh, we're a news uh, thing. We're gonna sell our front page. Nothing about it being Netflix or Amazon Prime Nothing. or whatever it is. Yeah, just yeah. way down here. I think somewhere it said advertisement. Paid advertisement. Ladders. Yeah, it looks like a legitimate front page headline here. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> well, it goes to show you about news, right? Yeah. Mainstream news that it really is all about the ads. But did you start watching it? I watched part of it. My girlfriend okay. is currently watching okay. it. Yeah. I want to read it. Think? It's a what do you think? It's it, it's entertaining. It's interesting, but I just haven't followed up with it. Yeah, Clint, Clint Eastwood's a, a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> so. It is a it's a series of graphic novels, Sweet Tooth. Okay. So I'm interested in, in reading the source material. I don't know though. Um, I mean, even Gran Torino and The Mule, the new ones, Clint Eastwood, it's yeah. still good. Clint Eastwood, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is solid. Yeah. Um, there was advice that I got from one of my friends, oh, um, uh, uh, Walter Grant's father. Um, who was an actor? He said Rodney Grant. Rodney Grant um, he told me that if you never know what to watch, you always just put on a Clint Eastwood movie. <laughs> mm. and that's always good advice. If you just don't know what to watch, yeah, just throw any old Clint Eastwood movie on. You'll be all right. Um, so that's good advice. Uh, thank you all yeah. for tuning in. We appreciate it, Austin. We appreciate you coming into the yeah, show. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks it was for a having blast. me. Thank you, everybody, and uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we will be back next week. We didn't get to some of our stories. Like so, meat. Where does yeah. meat come from? What's a meatable app? Yeah, so this is actually a big one. I'm pretty excited about this. So I want to talk. We're going to talk about um, meat prices. I think it comes from the same place raisins do. Raisins. <laughs> raisin meat. Um, check out uh, nofocusradio.com for some show notes there. We got pictures of men with short shorts. And I have some photos of the um, wrestling. 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 So we check the wrestling them photo. out. Um, we'll talk to you guys uh, soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>